Hi guys, welcome to Film Happy Hour. This is a podcast of reviewing movies and TV shows with the assistance of cocktails. Every week I'll have a guest that has an interest in film and TV and get their opinions on the films or TV shows that they've been watching lately. From writers and directors to everyday movie lovers, I'm planning on getting everyone involved. And on that, we have a guest today. You may recognize him from Twitter, sharing his thoughts about the Batman movie. He is a self-proclaimed Batman expert, and he's also a media writer for an independent film magazine, Film Hound. I'd like to give the floor to Freddie. Hi, Freddie. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much for having me on. Um, Yeah, do you want to give a rundown on what you do, who you are, and why you love Uh, Batman in general? Oh, right. So, yeah, uh, I am... Uh, yeah, as you said, a writer for Film House. Uh, and I do have a YouTube channel that I every so often use. Um, and I've been writing, oof, it feels like for five years, but most professionally for, well, not professionally, but more publicly through a year or so. Uh, and so my love of Batman uh, comes, oof, it's a long story really, because it's not quite the traditional route. Uh, because, uh, yeah, because I started loving Batman when I not straight away but I I started watching the Batman animated series on CBBC when that was a thing uh and I really liked him from that but my love truly came from when I watched The Dark Knight and I know and I watched it as a sequel before having watched Batman Begins which is something I'm ashamed of to this day okay that's one way to start yeah, and so I, it was just a DVD I had from my, like, just lying around, and I thought, oh, I like Batman, I'll put this on, and then I watched it, and I said, this is the best film ever made, and Batman's the best hero ever, uh, and I, as well, I'd played all the Arkham games, and, and since then, I've basically read every Batman comic, and mm. have fallen in love with him, and so, yeah, this film, uh, I followed its sort of uh, production from the beginning when it was a Ben Affleck film so yeah I've yeah um, I yeah I love Batman <laughs> I'm wearing a Batman yeah. jumper <laughs> I love how you just went yeah I love Batman no I love that yeah. that's kind of what I was um, looking for when I was looking for a guest this week I was like I don't want to get just anyone that watched the film I kind of want someone that has a love for either the DC universe or mm. just Batman in general like they don't have to like everything but if I know there's a love I did my research and I saw that you do and I love that you shared your thoughts and I was like yeah he's perfect he's perfect oh, well, thank you <laughs> I could get like one tweet but got 800 <laughs> likes so yeah no I love that I love that literally you're listening film happy hour presents the Batman special on the path of talking about the Batman it came out on the 4th of March and it stars Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, Colin Farrell, Jeffrey Wright, Andy Serkins. And there's so many other actors that I haven't mentioned that are in it. People are saying that it's three hours. It's two hours and 56 minutes. It's not that long. <laughs> the film is described as when the Riddler, a sadistic serial killer, begins murdering key political figures in Gotham. Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. What did you think when you watched it? Uh, well, um, <laughs> I said on Twitter that um, uh, my favourite film of all time for over a decade has been The Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, and now that has changed. Uh, because, really? Yeah, How many times yeah. have you watched it? This, uh, I've watched it three times at the and cinema. And you stand by <laughs> it being better than Dark Knight? Yes. Really? <laughs> what, like, yeah. can, can you explain what the Batman did that changed the placing that you put on Dark Knight? Oof. Well, there's quite a lot of things uh, okay. going for it. So uh, first of all, um, the Dark Knight, obviously, is, you know, I, I'm, this is not me saying it's not a good film anymore. Obviously, yeah, it's yeah. still yeah, amazing. No, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, but uh, so the Dark Knight often places it, often a lot of the the praise you'd, uh, for it is often centred around Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Christian Bale's Batman doesn't get a lot of attention, even though he's brilliant in the film. And I think the reason for that is because obviously a lot of the attention in the film is on Joker and the whole film is about Joker, whereas uh, the Batman is about the Batman and his effect on Gotham City and what he brings to the city as a symbol of 
fear at the beginning of the film. Uh, and um, uh, having a film like completely focused, it is completely focused on him as well because you have uh, the opening is from his point of view and it's got his, it's the first film, it's the, uh, like, I'm pretty sure, the first live action Batman film where Batman narrates the story. Yeah. And so you get, and you get a, a proper uh, insight. A, that's the word thank you a proper insight into uh batman's mind and what, yeah. how how he thinks what he's doing is right and everything i see that i completely agree but i was like didn't mm. um batman versus superman oh no no you're talking of yeah no makes sense. i was like because in batman versus superman um ben affleck's mm. batman had an intro but it didn't move me the same way robert Pattinson's one did because mm. when, uh, when i went in and i watched it and he starts off and he's talking i was like okay i thought it would be like a couple minutes but he spoke for a little bit and mm. I didn't feel like, can you stop talking? I was like, okay, this is oh, yeah. really, we actually get to see Batman in the passenger seat of his film. Mm. And I, I really, I really, I really resonated with that. But you were saying um, in terms of The Dark Knight, because it was basically Joker's film and I completely get that. That's um, any other points that you wanted to add on? I feel like I cut you off in the middle. Uh, oh, no, 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 I mean, uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, another thing, uh, that was going for it from the beginning was um, my favorite Batman villain, like from the comics and from everything else, is the Riddler. And I, because I've always, and yeah, and I was so, this is why I was really excited for this film because uh, it's finally seeing a serious version of my favorite Batman villain. Uh, because it's, as, as, as fun as Jim Carrey is, he's not, he's kind of just the Joker, but with riddles. Yeah. Uh, whereas this, this Riddler is how I kind of see the Riddler as a, a smart genius that, uh, evil genius that can manipulate Batman in yeah. a way that the Joker can't. Yeah. Because, yeah, because the Riddler is, although the Joker is his greatest enemy, the Riddler is his smartest. And yeah. that's, that's why I really resonate. Put. Wow, that was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and yeah, and this, this film shows that. And, We'll see what uh, they do with the Joker in this universe. I think Paul Dano's performance as the Riddler is one of the best comic book villain performances ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. I definitely would say on a par with Heath Ledger, if yeah. not possibly better, but I, w- I, I wouldn't go that far just to... Yeah. to know. an opening to that. It's like not completely yeah. filled off. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I get. I completely get that. Before we go into any more detail about the Batman film, here's a trailer. What are you hiding? From your secret friend. Who? Having a clue. You came. Family has a history of philanthropy, but as far as I can tell, you're not doing anything. I'm just here to unmask the truth about this cesspool we call a city. You're part of this too. Rose Way. Any of this mean anything to you? You're becoming quite a celebrity. Why is he writing to you? The bat and the cat. It's got a nice ring. You a new friend of yours? I'm not so sure. What's black and blue? Um, I didn't expect to. I thought I'd disagree with some of the things you said, but the way you've explained it and articulated it, I was like, I see that. Like, it makes complete mm. sense what you're saying. Because... Um, I don't think I was hesitant. I kind of have an open mind when it comes mm. to comic book films. Um, just comic book material anyway that's made into live action. I kind of have an open mind because, you know, they can only do the best that they can do. But with Warner yeah. Brothers and how they've been in the past with how they produce stuff, I was a bit, mm. but then I saw the big names and I saw <laughs> the villains that they're putting in and I saw um, the trailers. Did you watch any of the trailers or did you just go into it empty? Oh yeah, uh, uh, I uh, I did watch all three of the trailers, and whenever when they came out, I watched them quite a few times. Yeah, because I was very excited. But when the clips started coming out, that's when I stopped watching uh, promotional material. Because yeah. like when you start releasing clips, that's when it's like okay, now I don't want to go into a film uh-huh. like this is any film, not just like Batman films, yeah. but like 
I don't want to go into a film and go, oh, this is the bit I saw online. I can switch okay, off now. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not afraid because that happens to me sometimes. And I think that's when I started to limit the amount of trailers or the amount of information about the film mm. because I feel oh, like yeah. you go in there and I feel like you know what's happening. I kind of like having mm. a, a blueprint if, in terms of there's going to be a bad guy, there's going to be a good guy, they're going to fight together or whatever. That's enough for me. I don't want to know mm. who's what, but like I have a little plan. That's okay. And if... I'm a bit biased as well. If I um, like you as an actor, I don't need to watch the trailer because I know I'm going to support it anyway. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, literally. And I'm in love with Zoe Kravitz. So when I saw her name that she got casted as well, I was like, mm. okay, I'm sold now. Like, it's fine, you know. Mm. But, um, yeah, I watched the trailers and then I was like, okay, went in, saw the film. Well, I, the beginning of the film, I was like, okay. And then I remembered, like, this is going to be a dark film, but not like, horribly dark but it's just going to be a dark I should be aware of that I shouldn't be like where's all cool I've had that cemented in watched it and I was just so in tune with the film that it was crazy like I, I think um I saw a message well my phone was in my hand and it vibrated and it'd been like two hours into the film and I was like how did the time go so quickly and I think mm. it was around mm. the time of the car chase yeah and that was beautifully filmed like it was mm. really good I didn't expect to like it as much as I have, if I'm being mm. quite honest. Because um, for me, Christian Bell always have a safe space in my heart. He'll always be a great Batman. But yeah, absolutely. Um, with how Robert has started in the gear that he's in, I can see mm. him overtaking Christian Bell for me. Yeah, I'm in exactly the same boat. Exactly the same boat. Because, uh, uh, yeah, Christian Bale is my Batman. Mm. And he still is for now. But I, because I, I, yeah, like you said, I need to see more of Robert Pattinson to yeah. uh -huh. give him that, that rating. But I, I mean, I've seen, it, I've seen enough of him to say that Robert Pattinson is definitely the second best Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just really like from the costume design to the makeup in the mask, mm. to the, like the small things, even the mannerisms, how he carried himself as, Batman and Bruce Wayne mm. actually like the broodiness yeah. and everything he did it so well my only problem was I kept his um, American accent just takes me back to Twilight but that's an internal problem <laughs> I can't I can't you know put that on him but um yeah he was really good he was really mm. and I just I'm still shocked at that I think like I left the cinema because um I went I think the day before the initial release and I left it and I was like what the hell have I just watched I was like, I didn't expect, like the Riddler was really good. The end, the end scene was really good. Um, him in prison, his interaction with Batman in the cell as well. Was, like I just, every time I try to yeah. like remember bits of the film, I'm just like, wow, this all happened yeah. in two hours and 50 minutes. That's crazy. I'm so happy that they gave Matt Reeves the creativity and the space to do what he wanted mm -hmm. to do. Because from what we've seen with especially like Zack Snyder they were policing a lot of the stuff that he wanted to do and mm. then he ended up getting shit yeah. projects but with Marie they let <laughs> yes. him do what he yeah. wants and mm. look at the like the outpour like people love it the film's making a lot of money um everyone was casted correctly that even makes sense Zoe Kravitz is an amazing Catwoman um Colin I think the Penguin for me was the highlight of the film don't get me wrong um, Batman was great, like him as a character, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. But I think seeing Colin and not even mm. recognizing, I think it took me a second to be like, oh shit, that's like Colin, like in the Penguin prosthetics. Like that was, that was crazy. Was there any other character in the film that had you going, wow? Oh, well, I mean, I mean all of the characters I think are fantastic. And I've, I've got to just reiterate the Colin Farrell thing because I find, I find it quite fascinating that they cast Colin Farrell and then decided to put him in all that makeup. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, I think it looks amazing. And I think it's a brilliant, he's a, he is a brilliant penguin. But it's, why didn't they get someone who looks more like that? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, um, uh, so I think John Turturro is Carmine Falcone. Uh, yeah. he, I, he, was, he was one as well that was a shock because he was in none of the trailers and they didn't really show anything about him. Uh -huh. So I had nothing going in of what uh -huh. he was like. And he was like, oh yeah, he's, he's a really quite a terrifying character. Uh -huh. The way he's introduced uh, when you see him through Catwoman's eyes uh -huh. is terrifying and br uh, brilliant, brilliant directing and cinematography there, which is the, the, the case for the whole film. Uh, but I really liked Jeffrey Wright as uh, 
Gordon as well. Uh, yeah, he was really good, wasn't he? I wouldn't say he's better than Gary Oldman, but he definitely has more to do than Gary Oldman. Yeah. And because he's he's at the forefront of the mystery and he's like he's the Holmes to Batman's uh, no the Watson to Batman's uh, Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. and it's just really it's fun it's really amazing seeing you know Gordon and Batman sorting all of these puzzles out and it's mm-hmm. what makes this Batman film again why I'm saying it's like the best Batman film ever because you actually see more detective work and more what makes Batman one of the the best but my favorite superheroes because he's intelligent he's yeah. a detective rather than just a guy who beats people up uh, he like he solves all these mysteries and he did them really quick as well like he'd read the riddle oh, yeah and then I was like we got I'm happy we got to see an intelligent side of him not saying yeah. that we did it before but we've got more airtime on it like he's mm. not just the money guy which is great yeah we know you know the Waynes enterprise yeah cool all that but like we want to see him as a person as mm. well as him as Batman and to distinguish like which one is the true Bruce Wayne if that makes sense and mm. I like even when he walked into the crime scene and it was like slow the music was great the camera scene was beautiful mm. the panel was great and you could just see everyone like confused perplexed like what's going on why is Batman here and Batman's not phased and then mm. to find out he had the eye camera thing that was great yeah. I was like okay I was like shit then mm. and it's just be- I don't know I just there's so many great things about this film that I feel like people are just running past and running over just so they can mm. run and say that oh Batman is this or Batman is that because if they gave the film the time of day mm-hmm. they'd realize it's actually a good film it's actually a really good film and I'm planning <laughs> on seeing it again because I feel like I still had shock factor from the first time so <laughs> I kind of want to watch it properly and yeah. soak in everything because I think after like a scene would happen I'll be like oh my god a scene especially like the thumb drive bit that bit that yeah. made me laugh like and that's yeah. why people are saying like um it's not like there was no funny bits I was like did you watch when Penguin was waddling like what part yeah. like how did you not find yeah. any bits to chuckle at I just I, I don't know is there any if you were trying to sell it to someone that was hesitant what, how would you sell it? How would you try to get them to like be optimistic about it? What would what would be some points that you'd be like, this is why you should watch it? It's it's a hard question because uh, I'm not sure how to how to uh, appeal to the uninitiated. But uh, yeah. I, I would say I would say that this film would be still be as good if it wasn't Batman. So like, in, if replace Batman with just a vigilante that yeah. does a note with none of these names I still think this would be a brilliant film and you know I I know people who were very hesitant about seeing The Dark Knight and then they watched it and loved it and I think the thing with I think the thing that people would be hesitant about is that obviously it's a three hour long superhero film and if you don't like superhero films then that's going to be unappealing to you but this isn't and I you know I'm going to get a lot of hate for saying stuff like this but it's not like an MCU film and, yeah. I, and don't get me wrong, I think the MCU is brilliant as well. And I love the MCU, but they're a bit cookie cutter in a good way, though. They're, they are films that are made to be uh, released like five a year. Yeah. Like, you can tell by how they look. Whereas the, the Batman is a film that's made completely out of love for uh-huh. filmmaking. Yeah. And got its inspirations far rooted more in films rather than in superhero films. Yeah. So uh, Matt Reeves said he was inspired by Chinatown. You can definitely see that in it. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a friend, a bunch of my friends have said what coming out of it, like it's basically Seven by David Fincher. And obviously uh, another David Fincher film, Zodiac, is, yeah. there's a lot of inspiration in that, which is mm-hmm. obviously that's a real story. So there's, there's a difference there in like, the fact that Riddler is definitely inspired by the Zodiac Killer as well. Uh-huh. So um, I, I would say to someone who doesn't, who isn't interested, would be like, "Well, do you like Seven? <laughs> and if they and if they don't like Seven, then okay, there's there's no point talking to them. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, if it's like, do you like Seven? Well, watch yeah. this. It's yeah. it's it's got a cooler main character than Brad Pitt moaning. So there you go. <laughs> That's pretty few worded, actually. Like when I was watching it, I was getting like video game vibes as well. That like, I was, oh, happy, yeah. and I was like, oh, this seems like the Arkham game. And I was like, ah. But um, how did you like yeah. the portrayal of Gotham City? I loved it. Well, it was- it's it's the best Gotham City on film, really. Isn't yes. it? You know? Yeah, I said, uh, I said, <laughs> like, it looked really good. Like you've got Tim Burton's 
uh, Gotham, which is just overly gothic and just like, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't feel like Gotham, it feels like a Tim Burton set. Yeah. Uh, then you've got Schumacher's, which is just a neon nightmare. Uh, and then Christopher Nolan's was good in Batman Begins, but then it's just Chicago, New York in the following films. So yeah. having the way, the way that Matt Reeves decided to film this in Scotland, Liverpool and London, yeah. And a bit of Chicago as well. It's it, you know inspired because I feel like a lot of people would think, oh, it's in America, so we've got to film it in America. But yeah. I, I think the fact that they went, no, let's make let's get somewhere that looks realistically gothic, like Glasgow yeah. and Liverpool, basically, really adds to the character of it. And I think, and it makes it better for us UK Batman fans because we can just go down the road and go. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's where that was filmed. Yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> literally, for sure. I just love that. There was so much, from my point of view anyway, when I watched it, I could tell there was so much love that he had, Marys, when he made, mm. because he went the extra mile and then some to make mm. sure that the characters were given justice, to make sure the story was given justice. Mm. It was a really good film. It was a really good film, especially for shit that it was getting in the beginning. Like mm. people saying, oh my gosh, not enough about my film, that kind of thing. And he, I think mm. he, he knocked out the park. How do you feel about rumours of a sequel? I mean, it's... A sequel's coming. That's yeah. the, the, <laughs> I said rumors besides, but we know one. You can't just have one Batman film. You know, I think it's a trilogy at the very you least. Think it's, really? Yeah. Yes, of course. Like uh, they've, they've been talking, like Robert Pattinson saying he wants a trilogy, and he, oh, I think, and Matt Reeves wants one as well. So, yeah. I, and we've also got these spin-off shows as well. Yeah, I, how I do think you feel about all of this material coming out though. Well, at first, uh, because yeah. they were announcing these shows uh, quite early on. Yeah. Uh, they announced the Penguin show and the GCPD show really mm -hmm. early on. And yeah. I was like, can we see the film first before <laughs> yeah. we start? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before yeah. it starts spinning off. Obviously, now I want everything. But um, yeah, I, I'm really excited to see these spin off shows. Uh, the Penguin show sounds fun. It might kind of just sounds like it now that I've seen the film I can see where it would go because okay. before before I saw the film I thought it was, uh, this is just gonna be the Sopranos with the Penguin isn't it yeah yeah, but, that's uh, hard. yeah I was thinking that too I won't lie to you I think I think it even has one of the writers of the Sopranos on board but oh I, really I hadn't done that much yeah. okay <laughs> uh but um yeah so the, I but now now that I've seen the film I can see because it's set after I can see where they can go with it uh and the now the GCPD show is uh, an Arkham show, yeah, which sounds more interesting because as cool as it would have been to see year one of Batman with the GCPD's point of view, yeah. it did sound a bit like Gotham, the show that they yeah. already made. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Arkham show, I think, a uh, Haunted House vibe sounds quite interesting. I'll be, yeah. I'll be definitely up for paying for a subscription to watch that. Hint, hint. HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> saying, hey, funny. Nah, I just um because I think <clears> that was one of my worries. There. I was like, um, I think it was last night or the night before that they were talking about all the material that they're gonna have that's gonna be based <clears> in the same world as the Batman. And yeah. it's like, um, I was like, can we pump the brakes for just a second? Like, I understand that yeah. you guys are really excited because <laughs> of how well the Batman's doing and people are talking about it. And then also you have pacemakers doing well as well. So you guys are like, yes, it's finally our turn. Let's <laughs> throw all of this out. I'm like, like breathe just one second. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I feel like you need to build a relationship with us. We're trying to trust you again. Cause this is not the first time we've been down this road where yeah. you guys have said that you're going to do this for us and do that for us and nothing's happened. The Flash was supposed to come out how many years ago and it's like, it's still, you know, not out yet. Um, mm -hmm. so I delayed just, again. Do you know what I mean? That's been delayed. Aquaman's <laughs> been delayed. Black, Had yeah. Black Adam's been delayed. And it's just yeah. like, I understand you guys have seen the wonders that's happened with the Batman and you're seeing the mm -hmm. wonders happening Pacemaker that you're just like, okay, let's make sure we can, on this on this trial, like this way that we've got, let's throw this out, throw this out. Let's put out word that this yeah. is going to happen. Like one second, because you're going to overload us with um, material. And some of us mm. are going to say, you know what? I'm just, no. Some of us are going to be true and be like, you know what? I'm interested in this character. Let me do it. And then the rest of us are going to be like, what's the point? Because I feel like that's um, a problem that the MCU is going to find. Because I was thinking mm. about the other day when you like before when you wanted to rewatch, you only had like what six movies to do it. Now you've got like 10 movies, yeah. you've got like four shows. Like it's looking like you're doing an assignment, just trying to recap stuff. 
And I just feel like Warner Brothers just needs to look at the fan base that they're building and interact with them. Don't just overload us with material. But I'm excited, again, I'm saying all of this, but I am excited to see what they're doing because I think they're finally listening to the, the people that want to be a part of the journey in terms of not just let's get this director, let's get this writer, throw them in a room, get whatever it is and then put it out. Like they're actually listening to people and not policing them and look at look at the masterwork that Matt Reeves has done. I think he's really spun us as people that are interested and invested in the DCU or not just that but just characters in general like especially when like for you you said that um the uh, Batman is like your favorite like if you keep trusting someone to work on something over and over and over again and they keep letting you down you're gonna say you know what I'm not really invested in this anymore but I think they've redeemed themselves so I'm hopeful I'm hopeful again in terms of the other Batman I get why Ben Affleck wanted to take a step and Christian Bell was really good. Well, I feel like each generation is getting their own. That's how I yeah. look at it. Mm. And so when I watched the old material for that time, that worked for you guys. Like even mm. watching it now with an open mind, it's it's great that you guys are working with that then, but let's let's evolve with the people. And I think that's another reason that's why I like Matt Reeves' one, because he's put in a lot. I just, I rate how he casted it. Do you feel like mm. the actors were in line and true to the characters oh 100 yeah like uh, there's not one character that i thought that was like oh, that's not really like the character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, 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 I would say um falcone because he falcone's kind of meant to look a bit like al capone i think and yeah and john Turturro doesn't but that doesn't matter because his performance is great and obviously tom wilkinson was didn't look like al capone either when he played him so i think <laughs> that the the role of like Moroni and Falcone is mm-hmm. very much like oh just random Italian American looking man I think yeah. is, is fine uh but yeah every character every actor for every uh like comic book character they are perfect and it which is why I think I would have liked to have seen more of Andy Serkis's Alfred yeah because you don't actually get a lot of him I'm sure we'll get more of him in various sequels yeah, yeah. but uh because he was a, a really interesting version of uh, Alfred that we haven't seen mm-hmm. in film before yeah because uh, he's he's not a butler he's more of a bodyguard mm-hmm. and more like um more, more he's because he's the one that he, he he it's implied that well it's not implied it's said he 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 teaches back Bruce Wayne how to fight he's not the only person he taught him how to fight yeah. but uh he's one of the people that trained him and mm-hmm. I think seeing like this very uh, earth one inspired Alfred mm. uh, was really interesting and I, a young I think it's been said he's the youngest Alfred we've had I think so too I second yeah because uh, and it's it's interesting to see like this yeah uh, really young Alfred that I I would have liked to see more of but yeah well I'm, as we'll say more of again but as he's as I say uh I'd say I mean the Riddler doesn't have his bowler cap, bowler hat, and <laughs> a question mark suit. But I really, really like what Matt Reeves has done with this new redesign. Um, yeah. Very much like how is a character from his, his film uh, "Let Me In." Mm-hmm. He's got a kind of a bag over his head, yeah. and uh, and obviously like the Zodiac Killer. And I think it's a really cool, real world imagining of what the Riddler would look like. Yeah. I just feel like there's a lot of thought. I literally I keep saying this because it really resonated with me. Because I left, mm. I literally left the cinema stunned. I was like, oh mm. my goodness, this is actually a piece of art. Like I think I personally I feel like it's like a love yeah. letter to the Batman. And just oh, yes. seeing how I navigated as interaction of the people at the beginning of the film and then mm. at the end of the film. And just yeah. seeing that yeah. journey. It was mm. just beautiful. What scenes um stood out to you when you watched it? Oh. Really, <laughs> I, mean, I love that. Oh, I mean, like it's I. I see. I keep seeing through uh, Twitter just um, like people. So some cheeky people have uh, been filming clips on the cinema, and I've just been oh, watching really? clips over and over. Yeah, like um, I think. Well, I'd say my favourite scenes. Uh, um, so the ones the uh, uh, when Riddler's introduced, that's like. Whoa! This is a horror film, uh, and set, uh, the and when Batman's introduced, that is one of the reasons I think it's the best Batman film, mm. is because it is the best introduction to Batman and what he's done to Gotham City I've ever seen. Just when you see all of these criminals look up 
and see the bat symbol and then just looking into the shadow and be like oh god is he there mm -hmm. like that is phenomenal filmmaking and i was just i was yeah i was I had massive goosebumps watching that scene and then obviously when you see then you see batman beating up the people from the trailer and that bit's yeah. been really amazing yeah um but i i think the interrogation scene between batman and the riddler is yeah. really great as well as the it's very i mean it's very clear matt reeves was like i'm gonna try and top the interrogation scene the dark knight yeah uh and i think uh you know i've seen people saying on line that it's it's a shame that there's a bit of glass between them because it, it would have been fun to see yeah dragging him around yeah literally but i think the fact that he's behind glass makes it more obvious that in that scene that riddler has won and yeah. he knows it yeah. uh and the just the anger that's going through batman in that scene yeah. it, it's the the one-upmanship everything that's going on in that scene perfectly perfectly acted by those two and i i I think, you know, there's been a lot of talk on Twitter of like, uh, is this going to get Oscar nominations? And I really don't think it is, but it really, really deserves them because the acting. What would you, what would you, um, um, what categories would you put it in? Well. Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd, I'd give it everything, but <laughs> if, I, if I had to like select like, a few that it definitely needed. Yeah. Uh, best best score, best uh -huh. original score, definitely. Yeah. Best cinematography. Yeah. Best directing. Uh huh. Uh, and I'd give uh, best acting to Robert Pattinson, best supporting actor to Paul Dano. Yeah. Uh, best. Uh, I don't know if you'd put Catwoman as a lead. I don't know if she'd be supporting or lead actress. I'd but put Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, so I'd say supporting as well. So I don't, there isn't a lead actress, sadly. But um, yeah. but yeah, those. Yeah. And obviously best <laughs> picture, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just think the chemistry, like with the whole cast interacting with Batman as well as each other was really good. Mm. Like, especially when we find out um, Catwoman's, uh, Selena Kyle's history mm. and just seeing mm. how that played out was beautiful. Mm. That, that was yeah. lovely. I was like, yeah. okay. And I love like how there were different plots and different stories and they all got their, I feel like they got they all got their time of day. Mm. They didn't feel like one was overshadowing the other. And then in the end for it all to work together and play out was really yeah. good. Also leave a bit out that let's say hypothetically they were going to have a spin-off about something. You can mm. understand where they'd pick it up from or what they'll pick it up from yeah, yeah, yeah. and do a sequel kind of thing. And I think that mm. plays out really well because I hate leaving films and you're like, what was the reason of this? And what was the reason for that? There was literally no need. Mm. It was like filler space. But I feel like everything made sense. Yeah. And it was just a beautiful flow. It flowed so well. Like, mm. I, I was watching. Like, I'd zone out because I'd be in disbelief at how well it's working out. And mm. then um, I'd come back in the film and I'll just see the different plots and just see how things that happened from when Bruce was a kid to him being an mm. adult now. And him mm. thinking like his family was just like this and only for that to be shattered and that to mm. be mirrored as well in terms of Selena Carr wanting to get revenge for what happened to her. And it's just, and the Riddler mm. just playing the fiddle in everyone's life kind of thing. And it was just, I just, I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm still in awe with how everything mm. played out. And um, I just can't wait to see the like more material, especially with Matt Reeves in charge, because now I have nothing but high expectations, if anything. I don't know if that's good yeah. or bad for him, but he's put himself <laughs> on uh, a pedestal with oh, how yeah. he's done it. And yeah, I yeah. just can't wait. I, I have complete trust that he'd smash it out of the park. And I'm just like, I'm like nitpicking. I'm like, okay, when can we have an idea of when you think you're going to pick it up again? Or is it going to be thing where mm. we wait for a bit? Are you going to do this whole thing of delaying just like the fellow um, DC films? But um, I'm really excited and I'm really happy I watched it. I'm really happy I had an open mind because I feel like everyone was giving mm. out their negativity and sharing their tea pens and whatever, which you're allowed to do because that's what we're doing now. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> there's so that just I'm really happy that nothing, no one said anything that made me hesitant, which is why I kind of wanted to do a special just to spend time mm. just talking about the Batman film in general, Batman as a character and the people that have portrayed him. I just think I, I, if you had told me before even hearing that he got casted to play Batman, that Robert Pattinson would play Batman, I'd laugh. I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, what? But he did a really good job. Like even oh, yeah. when he jumped 
uh, jumped off. Was it a church? Was it, it was the GCPD? No. Yeah, when he DA jumped off and then the suit like turned into it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. shit, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then when he went to the bar and he started beating up the twins. And it's mm. just like, wow. Mm. You know what I mean? And then we got to see a bit of yeah. Bruce in his yeah. element. And it was just, it was just, I don't know, like there's so many things I could talk about this film for like years. Mm. <laughs> there's just so many things. I feel like when you relive something, another memory gets triggered and then another yeah. thing that you had. But um, I just, I'm, I can't wait to see what they do with this. I'm, I think they're in the right way though, because even with the promo of the film, it was so good. The yeah. promo was really good and so creative mm. to the point that they even like brought in Lego. And I was oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. So it just, it shows that when Warner Brothers cares, they care. Kind of thing. And it kind of, yeah. you look back at the old stuff, they like, you really didn't want this to work, did you? Because now look, maybe because they've seen um, that they wanted it to work, I guess. I don't know, I'm speculating mm. here. That they said, okay, let's throw the whole budget and let's see. And it was really good. Like now I'm just thinking of um, the scene after the church, um, the car drives in the funeral mm, and yeah. then Bruce gets the little kids mm. and I was like okay we get to see like Bruce tap into his protectiveness I guess mm. that's everything I feel like it when he's trying to be the brave guy or whatever it's implemented in the suit it's in mm. when he's Batman when he's Batman he's invincible hence the jumping yeah. through things and going through whatever yeah. so I, I was nice to see that element in him then he left and then he came back as Batman and then seeing the interaction between him and the Riddler on the phone and then this big secret that everyone is like dying to keep it was just the, um, the suspense, the intensity when you left the cinema when the film was done when you were like the end credits are pulling up what, yeah. was, the, what was the emotion that you had? Uh, it was like a child at Christmas honestly really? like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> honestly just oh like oh, it's <laughs> I thought this was meant to be three hours, basically. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it flew by uh, and I was like, oh, because I saw it quite early. I saw it um, about two weeks before the, before it was released because I oh, really? was invited to, the, to a press conference. Yeah, it was okay. very exciting. How did you uh, like, keep all of that in? before it yeah everyone i mean trust me I, when i was talking to my friends i was like i know but um <laughs> uh, on on online i kept yeah. very quiet okay. Uh, okay but uh yeah uh i came out of that screen just oh, skipping uh <laughs> honestly i I'd, I'd fallen in love and it was yeah it was an amazing it just <laughs> just the the walking out of that cinema was yeah yeah very sad because i was like uh, can we can we roll it again? <laughs> that I feel like that's such a rewarding feeling, you know, when you watch mm. um something that you've been that you care about, you as a person, and mm. you are somebody that's interested in comic book stuff. Anyway, when you see yeah. the work come to life and you feel like the person has done it great justice, mm. like there's like a like a I wouldn't say euphoric, but there's like a contentment. Mm. You're like, yes, yeah. this is this is literally what I've been wanting for so long. Yeah, Do you know yeah, I mean? no, I, I mean, I would say euphoric, but... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I'll give that to you, euphoria, lovely. <laughs> literally, I, I was gobsmacked, because I um, I went when I went to the Odeon, they gave um, comic books uh, out, so like, I left and had my comic book in my hand, and I was like, what the hell have I just watched? Mm. I was like, oh my goodness, For, like, just thinking of everyone that's been cast, people I recognise, people I didn't even recognise, people I didn't even know were actually going to be in the film, because mm. I, I wanted to be surprised a little bit, so the people that they promoted mm. were the ones I knew, Yeah. and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, can I, literally, can I run it again, like, I didn't <laughs> expect yeah. to like it as much as I did, not that I was having low expectations, and I didn't want it to do well or whatever I just had like a baseline kind of thing mm. but it kind of sh it literally shocked me and yeah. it's just one of the things that I, I think I'll always remember like going to the mm. cinema and watching it yeah. I think it's just oh, yes. an emotion that I don't think I'd ever think I I didn't think I'd ever have for like DC material not that I prefer mm. Marvel but because um I don't know I was just exposed to Marvel more oh, yeah, yeah. my head I was just like, okay, I guess I'm you know I, was like, I guess I'm I'm more prone to Marvel stuff which is fine like mm. I watched Suicide Squad and everything and they were okay but like I just thought okay maybe the love that I have is just just for like Marvel stuff maybe I like stuff that are you know in the day bright and shiny like colors and stuff mm -hmm. but then I realized I like the um the Dark Knight trilogy Batman 
And then I was like, okay, so then what is it? Like maybe then I started to blame Warner Brothers. I was like, it's them. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Why I'm confused. Oh, well. And then so there was so much clarity when I left Batman. I was like, this is literally what I've been waiting for. Mm. All I've wanted. If you could talk, if if you could tell Warner Brothers, if they were like, okay, we want to talk to people that have watched it and we want to find out what was um what was something that you had seen in the Batman and you love that you want us to continue into the next projects that we have, what would you tell them? Well, I just keep, I like I'd say, just keep bat, uh, the bat, keep Robert Pattinson's Batman, obviously, and, you know, uh, keep, uh, and Warner Brothers has said this already, that they're going to focus more on directors' visions. And I think that is really where they should be going. Yeah. Because, again, Marvel is, MCU is all, like it's all Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige's yeah. the director. Like, <laughs> you, know, you, know, you can say like, oh, the, the Russos did a better film than what uh, Kenneth Branagh did, but it, it's all Kevin Feige's products, really. Uh-huh. Whereas I think, yeah, Warner Brothers are doing is what they were best at before all of the MCU stuff. Like they gave the Dark Knight trilogy to Christopher Nolan, who's a fantastic yeah. director, yeah. Uh, and they gave him his vision and. The thing with directors' visions is that it it's uh, it's more of a hit and a miss. So I think they should just trust in their directors. Like there's some films that like Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. which I I'm not a massive fan of. I I have to admit, oh, but cool. it uh, but it is a director's vision, and that's yeah. a, the the director put her heart and soul into that, and I can, I can and I can appreciate that even if I'm not a massive fan of it. But yeah. like Matt Reeves put his heart and soul into the Batman and it shows and I think giving him his own series of Batman films or uh if he's wants to move on to other projects get him to like uh chaperone in another director who he trusts and he yeah. can exactly produce for like the fourth film fingers yeah. crossed uh I I think yeah basically that's where Warner Brothers that's what Warner Brothers should learn from this is yeah. that uh and they already kind of learned with the Suicide Squad with James Gunn mm-hmm. yeah and, and and Peacemaker as well. They're learning with Peacemaker because they're giving him his voice. Uh, that kind of that Marvel did give him, but it, uh, Warner Brothers is being a lot less limiting with it because they're yeah. letting him swear basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, get more directors with a vision. Basically, is what I would say. That's a really, that's a really good. That's a really good thing to yeah. say because I feel like um, they were policing Warner Brothers. They were policing. Uh, mm the creativity that the directors wanted to incubate in their yeah. in, in their craft and you can see it especially like yeah. after the products would be released and there'll be an interview mm. like, that's not initially what I wanted to put out um for example yeah. he was like that's yeah, not yeah. what I wanted to put out and then yeah. also he had his situation that happened and then mm. we've got Josh Whedon and I'm not gonna lie I don't like him so when mm. I watched Justice League I was watching it just because I liked the actors in it I liked the characters I was like let mm. me just do it for them but even looking back, I was like, huh? But then I, we watched the um, Snyder's cut and I was like, I can see the like comparison into in, in what he said in the interviews, what he's put out and what he previously done. I can mm. see why they would have been a disconnect in terms of Warner Brothers because they want it to look, I guess they didn't want it to look gritty and they didn't want it to look dark. They didn't want it to be true to how DC carries itself, yeah. which is... Yeah not light, light and fairy, which not to say Marvel mm. do, but it was kind of down that stream. Mm. So now I really like how you put that. Just let the directors do, you know, if you're gonna, if you're hesitant when you're, you know, project like giving them the idea, listen to what they got mm. said and then find yeah. out whether you want to do it. Don't say yes, yeah, do yeah. that. And then when they're there, you're like, actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <have> that. <laughs> you don't mm. want to have that. So. Yeah. They're just, uh, but th- I feel like they're on they're on the right track now. They're yeah, on yeah. the right track. They well, they're pr- they're presenting that they are. So, um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's eighty six. How do you feel about that rating? Certified fresh. I mean, yeah, certified fresh. Uh, certified fresh. Yeah, I I I mean, it's obviously a hundred percent my book, but I, I mean, eighty six percent. I it's uh, I I I'm. I'm I am kind of shocked at how low that is, really. I mean, 86% really? is... Yeah, I mean, 86% is good, obviously. I, I, it's a really good score. Uh-huh. And any film would be happy to, ha- happy to um, have it. Uh, but, yeah, like, uh, considering 
I think The Dark Knight's 91%. Uh-huh. And I think it's, uh, yeah, it's just, I think, I, I saw some of the reviews that uh, contributed to that 100%. And there's a meme going around of this one woman who, who who made who said it's not good for kids so i'm giving it a low score and it's like uh, <laughs> well <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm not surprised i think because i think giving her the like i just think obviously um i know rotten tomatoes isn't the best kind of scoring system because it's if it's if it's anything lower than i think 60 percent it's it's seen as a as a, yeah. a probably negative yeah. score or something right. like that. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, I think um, yeah. So I, I just think there's kind of a disconnect with mm. there's a there's certain critics out there that have just I don't think I've got the right mindset to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And also, not everyone um, puts their review in. You know, what I mean, mm. it's a certain amount of people that have done it, and then they're generalizing with all of that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like with um, reviews, you can, well, like complete ratings anyway, you can take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah, yeah. Because who who went out of their way to go and um, record their feelings and whatever. Mm-hmm. So which is why I, I kind of like using Twitter to find out whether, yeah. and people, are they don't really care about what they put in. They're just like, well, I like this, I didn't like this. And, you know, we go from there. But um, I think we should give it more time. I think we'll go higher, but... Um, yeah. I just, I just think it was a good film. It was a really good film, and I can't mm. wait for people to watch it. And um, I just, I think one of the things that shocked me, though, about the film in general was um, how everything worked out together. I was mm. really, I was expecting, like I spoke about it earlier, I was really expecting something to clash or something to. No, actually, now I'm thinking about it because you mentioned something about Alfred. Like I would kind of wish um, we saw more of him as a person as well as him interacting with Bruce. Yeah, and and the Batman. I think we only got a little bit when he's in uh, the Batcave when he's like, "You're not my father," kind of thing. But then mm. we got to see a little bit when um, Alfred gave the cufflings and stuff. So it's kind of nice that um, they have that dynamic already set, and at least they can adapt upon it in the future. Mm. But I kind of wish we saw a bit more. Is there anything you kind of wish aside from Alfred? Um, you wish you got to see a bit more of? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, like I. I think it is just Alfred. Like I think, uh, I could have. No, no, no. I love no. how you're racking your head about it. Like, because I, 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 I think maybe because I would maybe say that I would have liked to have seen more of Paul Dano as the Riddler, but I think the fact that you don't see him as much and the all of the scenes where you see him, he's on a phone, yeah. I think adds to his threat and yeah. that he can do all of this without even being in the room. Yeah. I think, so yeah, I like. I would have liked to have seen maybe a scene, but no, no, I think I we've got, other than, yeah, like Alfred being a bit sidelined. Yeah. I think we've got the perfect amount of everyone. Yeah. Basically. I mean, there's a... There's a deleted scene that uh, they filmed, which I quite like. Well, would quite like to have seen. And I mean, spoilers. What was the well. deleted scene? What was happening in it? Uh, so, um, uh, so uh, the Joker <laughs> is uh, <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> Barry Kion's Joker. Uh, yeah. He, he um, it's him. Uh, so it's midway through the film, Batman comes to visit him and ask him, like Hannibal Lecter in, in Son of the Lambs, I like, ask him, so what do you think of this Riddler? Oh, okay. how, how does he compare to you? Yeah. Uh, and I, I would have liked to have seen that scene, I'd say, because I think that establishes Batman's relationship with this Joker already. Yeah. And, and if, uh, I, I think, yeah, give it, and it would have given... Batman and Joker more of a history and like to yeah. show that Batman has kind of dealt with mad people before and yeah. that he knows that he's going to have to deal with more of them again and I think yeah. that yeah a scene like that might have been a nice addition mm-hmm. but I'm ha- I find it wasn't there and the scene that we did get with Barry Keown's Joker was cool so yeah yeah, yeah the, 
also I liked the fact that they didn't um go with the standard Batman and Joker thing like yeah, yeah. in terms of picking a villain I kind of liked that they said you know what I think well they Matt I like I'm saying Matt like we're friends um, <laughs> I like that <laughs> Uh, me, me and Matt will be friends when we meet. I promise. Lovely, lovely. Matt. Usually, I'll throw myself in the mix and be like, "Hi." Um, <laughs> I just love that he um, opened it and said, "Okay, who do I feel like I resonate with in terms of I can write perfectly mm. for? Do you know what I mean, I can yeah. add source material to adapt mm. to." And which is why I think really was perfect. I think it was really good. Yeah. And especially when he had his little lives. And he was talking about um, yeah. what's going to literally what's going to happen. And then when they removed mm. the rug on the floor and we could see what he done. And then mm. now Gotham's flooded. And then it literally set up the bit for people to see the Batman as someone for the people. Yeah, yeah. He was going around and they knew him as vengeance. Obviously, the Batman, but he was vengeance. And I kind of mm. liked how um, the whole flooding led to like the rebirth of him for the people. Like, yeah. especially, I think um, one of the scenes that will always resonate with me is the flare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking yeah. out oh, and then everyone was following. I just loved it. I kind of, it kind of mm. took me to, um, in, I don't know if it's a Batman vs Superman film or if it's a, super, a Man of Steel, when all the people were touching Superman mm. and they were just yes. embracing him. And I was like, okay, so this is the moment that they're embracing that Batman is actually mm. for the people. Yeah. Kind of thing. And it's just, I feel like their relationship, like even when he was carrying the woman to put her on the helicopter, it was just, I just yeah. it's lovely. It's so much yeah. good material mm. that they put in. And um, again, with the monologues, it was just chef like icing on the cake. Mm. You know what I mean, and um, it was nice to see his interactions with Selena Kyle as well, that he had someone, you know, in his corner. In terms, and like, even yeah. to the point that um, he got beat up and then someone grabbed her and then he got up, gave him, yeah, yeah. when he gave himself a shot of adrenaline, I think. And then he yeah, went, yeah. and then they were like, yo, cause he was trying to like, was beating up the guy. And I was like, okay, mm. we're seeing like different aspects of his character and it's mm-hmm. great. Like, I, I love it when we get to see more instead of us seeing the standard fight the bad guy, the bad guy, the bad guy, the bad guy. This was literally Batman's film. Everybody 100%. else had their part. They were supporting yeah. people. They had their part and they still had the time of day. Do you know mm. what I mean? I just, I just think everything was balanced so well. And I'm so excited to see what he does with everything. And mm. especially with the spin-offs as well. Right now, I, I think I just need to research a bit more and let them put a bit more information in terms of how they want to go about it. And then I have an open mind. I have an open mind already because they're doing really well. And they're being, uh, I feel like they're being kind of smart. This is me generalizing again. They're being um, smart with who they're giving what projects to. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Is there a director that you're eyeing to join, come and work on any DCU projects if there's any in mind? Uh, well, it's, uh, yeah, um, I think definitely keeping the Batman with Matt Reeves is <laughs> where, we should, where we should go. Uh, uh, I, there's it's, um, a few directors out there that I think, like, I'll be interested to see like if I don't think they'd ever do it, but uh, like it Robert Robert Eggers and Ari Aster, I think would make really interesting DC projects, and I, I'd like to see like what they would do with yeah. um with, a, with these characters. Like mm-hmm. Ari Aster or, or Robert, I think Ari Aster could do like a good um, spirit film or a good swamp thing film, maybe. <laughs> I think like yeah. like something really out there. Yeah, I think would would be a just really interesting. Thing to see. Uh, uh, it was <laughs> trying to think, trying to think more of like directors that aren't already like properly established. By, like oh, Jordan okay. Peele. Jordan Peele. Let's give him a DC project. You know what? Yeah, actually. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jordan Peele has. Yeah. He does love creative, weird stuff. So yeah. it would be nice to see um, a character in his hands and how he develop it. Is there a character that you want? Um, in the next Batman film, if you like, yes. you want to see who? Uh, well, there's a few, but um, <laughs> I I think Matt Reeves has already floated the idea out there. But I would like to see Mr. Freeze tackled in uh, in the second film. Yeah, I think I think uh, I was going to say earlier. I think that this Batman trilogy uh, or series or whatever is taking the Spider-Man Homecoming route, mm-hmm. um, where they're so they're introducing like you know what they did with 
Spider-Man Homecoming is they introduced you to Spider-Man, but they they showed they said you already know about Uncle Ben, don't you? Yeah. So let's <laughs> uh, let's not go over that again. And <laughs> that's what they're, they're, they're not showing us the Wayne's murder again. So I think and what Homecoming also did that the Home trilogy, as it were, yeah. it introduced us to Spider-Man villains that had never been tackled before because obviously uh the Raimi the Raimi and the Amazing Spider-Man trilogies they both got well Amazing isn't a trilogy but anyway uh (laughs) they've got villains that kind of are the same yeah in a a way but like um I think what this series could do is instead of focusing on villains that have already been done brilliantly in the Dark Knight trilogy Uh uh we they should move on to villains that have been done. You would less want to be a face. I I think the thing is that I the 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 stage has been definitely set for a two face because mm-hmm. obviously uh, Gotham is in need of a district attorney. Yeah. So I ah I, there we go. Yeah. So I think uh, Harvey Dent may be introduced in the second film, but not as two face, but as Harvey Dent. Oh, okay. And I think I think we could see him turn into two face. For a later film, yeah. Oh. Uh, but I'd say I'd say like I'd like to see Mister Freeze. Um, mm-hmm. Poison Ivy has been talked about by like Colin Farrell wants Jesse Buckley to play her. Apparently, I think that would be really interesting. Yeah. Uh, the Court of Owls has been teased a bit by uh, the cast, and oh, wow. I think that'd be amazing. Yeah, these so, guys are really outsourcing. I love it. I yeah. No, I there's like I mean, obviously they teased the Joker in this, and mm-hmm. Matt Reeves has said that that doesn't necessarily mean that he's the Joker is going to be the villain of the second film. And I really hope he isn't because mm. we, we cannot have uh, <laughs> a first Batman film where they tease the Joker at the end yeah. uh-huh. and then have Batman as the Joker as the second, as the second villain. I yeah. think uh, there's a lot more room for a, lot, a much more interesting story with how they leave Gotham at the end of, uh-huh. uh, of the Batman. Yeah. And I think Mr. Freeze is a good villain to put in that situation. Yeah, he would. I'm, just, I'm trying to think as well. I'm, there's so much um, material. So I'm just like, <laughs> where is he going to go? And um, oh, I yeah. trust him now. So I'm just like, yeah. if he who he picks, I believe there's a reason as to why he's going to make sure they're written in correctly. It's not going to yeah. be like, where the hell has he come from kind of thing. Mm. I'm really excited. I'm really excited about that. Um, lastly, before we wrap it up, on a scale of like zero to 10, where are you putting Robert Pattinson? 10 Ooh. being wow. Like no word, like wow as in like no words and zero yeah. being, it's your, your starting. You're starting, you just need to put your... Get yourself to grips with it. Where are you putting? Well, uh, you know, the thing is, like, uh, uh, my relationship with Robert Pattinson uh, has greatly improved. So, <laughs> uh, like, I, I would say, like, I'm when he was announced mm-hmm. uh, as the Batman. Yeah. I like everyone says, mm-hmm. oh, God, the guy from Twilight, really. <laughs> <laughs> But um, uh, uh, I I then like followed his career. I watched. I, I I did this with Ben Affleck as well when he was in. Oh really? Uh, yeah, no, I watched all of his well, all of his bigger films. Uh, yeah. I followed his career, and I was like, I don't know, okay, especially a film called Cosmopolis. I think I'd recommend that to anyone. Like people have been saying, Good Time. Yeah. And obviously, Good Time is a really good film, and he's really good in it. But yeah. Cosmopolis isn't that great a film but it shows it showed to me that Robert Pattinson could play Bruce Wayne uh and um and now having actually seen him as Batman yeah I mean obviously he's a 10 (laughs) I know he's like obviously like come on no questions asked we already knew a 10 I love that yeah no he was he was really good it was really good if there's anything I'll take is that you shouldn't really box Robert Pattinson because he said that he loved the idea and that's what put him in as well Mm, that he loved the thought of playing Batman and he was so in it so Mm. so in it to the point that when he was um screen testing with Zoe Zoe would Mm. like go off the rails in terms of the script and he'd be like stay on task i'm trying to show these people <laughs> that i'm batman and you don't know script is throwing me off and i'm looking bad in front of it. and i was like see that's so much determination that he had mm. and it paid off because yeah. the film's really good thank you so much for being no on here and giving your opinion and your review on it um i'll mm. definitely have you on here again because you know what you're talking about and you're, you're very informative <laughs> but there's a lot of notes I've taken from you and how you've articulated yourself in terms of how you've expressed the Batman film 
and just like Batman in general as a character. And I think mm. that's pretty sick. Um, <laughs> again, if you want to hear more or see more of your thoughts, you can follow him on Twitter. Would you like to put your handle? Yes, it's at the real Freddie D. Uh, that's uh, real in capital letters and then Freddie D. You guessed it. We have reached the end of the episode. Me and Freddie have enjoyed discussing what's happened in the Batman, how he thought about the Batman, and basically what Matt Reeves is doing with the DCEU. And if you have any opinions or any thoughts that you want to share, you can at either one of us. You can at Film Happy Hour in general, or you can at me at Movie Connoisseur on Twitter, and we can get this conversation going. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait to hear what cocktails you had and see how your mojitos went. And that's it from me. Now I've been your host. Have a great weekend. And yeah, this is the Batman special.